Hey, hey, this is your main man, Gerald Mitchell, coming to you on this Thursday morning of the weekend of Super Bowl Sunday, man. As we prepare for Super Bowl Sunday, um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, some of the pivotal points, pivotal keys uh, to this outstanding matchup of two outstanding teams. Um, really can't go wrong for me. It's, in my opinion, it's, it's been a while since we had a matchup of two highly anticipated teams where we, uh, it was pretty clear that these two teams are, are bringing something that that's pretty much head and shoulders above the other teams, even though there were some other team outstanding teams this year um you know you, you can never count out the champs i've spoken about that in past shows um you know the admiration that i had for the uh, new england patriots organization just for um being winners um you know we move on to the baltimore ravens who look like they're on incredible young uh, incredible run and that team was is poised and they're right there i'm also a big fan of ozzy newsome and what he has done for um that organization and coach harbaugh the respect i have for the legends uh ed reed shout out to ed reed our homeboy here louisiana boy new orleans guy um um Ray Lewis, of course, to me, in my eye, greatest linebacker, GOAT, um, and, and that whole team, man, I mean, just, just everything they stood for, um, shout out to all those guys in, in that organization, they fell a little short, um, they'll be back, um, and on the NFC side, <clears throat> excuse me, we, uh, the appreciation I had for what our, our home team, the New Orleans Saints, man, what they brought to the table, they're a few pieces away, and I know it's a tough time right now. We'll, we'll speak about that later. The transitioning, possibly, from Drew Brees, you know, uh, another GOAT, um, another guy who's done so much for, man, what he's done for the, for, for football here in New Orleans, um, for our organization, uh, just incredible. Um, special shout out to Drew Brees, man. We hope he's able to continue and fight. You know, uh, I'm one who doesn't believe in just getting rid of people. And I know it's it's semi-unpopular and it's easy to make those decisions when you're not the one who's, um, you know, uh, who's affected directly by it. Um, but I, I just have that much respect and admiration for our legends of the game. And if he would, in my opinion, if he wanted to play, I would do everything. I, I'd, I'd continue to sign him or let him, uh, you know, make his own decision on, um, on his return for next year, uh, what, what he, what's going to happen with him. And we just add to those pieces. But again, you know, the, the, again, the, uh, Minnesota Vikings, the Saints, all those teams were very good teams, man. Uh, uh, and shout out to what Tennessee, the Titans were doing on the other side too, with they, another team that's right there. But I think in the end, um, we got a great matchup, uh, what it's all about for this Sunday, man, the 49ers and the pressure that they're bringing with those, uh, uh with those first round draft picks, uh, this, the job that John Lynch has done with coach Shanahan has done over there. Uh, putting together that roster is outstanding and people forget at one time they had uh you know another piece that was there unfortunately went through a little problems over there but they had a linebacker over there name of Ruben Foster who I still think you know at some point is going to be super outstanding who was a part of that organization you know went through some troubles and we won't go into that but I mean the the 
pieces and what they put together over there in San Francisco is is outstanding. Um, uh, you know, on the other side, I mean, it's hard, man. What Coach Andy Reid in Kansas City is doing is 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 just game changing. You know, it's just uh, organizational, just brilliance what they're doing, what they've been able to put together on that side of the ball and the work that they're doing defensively, the change that's coming, you know, them rounding into form, um, what they've done with Tyron Matthew, you know, the addition, what he's brought to that team, the physicalness, um, you know, to go with the smarts, um, being a New Orleans boy, being here and, and seeing that kid when he was in high school playing. Um, firsthand up close watching uh, most of their games uh, and watch them go on through LSU. And you can see then they're the same thing. His his talent was always different on the field than other people's talent, uh, the moves he made. So when you put talent, it, it's sort of like as we started off, I talked a little bit um, in the last segment about Kobe Bryant, how, how sad that was, um, you know, his mentality. Tyron Matthew has a Mambo type mentality. Um, he's a guy who had tremendous talent, but he put that with tremendous work ethic and his intelligence. Um, and what he's done for that defense is, is, is incredible. They're a lot better. I still don't think they're a dominant team. And that's why the matchup is so intriguing for me because that San Francisco offense is solid as can be. Um, I think it's absolutely, um, ridiculous to hear some experts and all they can talk about and they keep focusing on it with Jimmy Garoppolo, um, Jimmy G, as they like to keep saying, it's almost like they, they play with the guy's name, which I kind of hate that. But, um, you know, for the sake of shortening it, I guess um, we'll just say it as far as Jimmy G. But to me, um, Jimmy controls the game. He's smart uh, along with that coach. Uh, I heard people, they're trying to pick apart um uh, the amount of throws that he had in last week's game. Well, look at the amount of throws he had against the Saints. You played the game to win the game. <laughs> to quote Coach Herm Edwards, you know, we played to win the game. I don't understand people who are trying to compare where well, he only threw eight passes. Well, they ran the ball and they couldn't stop him. My job is to win the game. I don't care if I have to pass it 50 times in one run or if I have to run the ball 50 times in one pass or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. It's about my numbers. It's about winning the game. And the most effective way, the safest way to win the game. It's all It's all about what's happening in the game. And it's something that I've always given Patriots, the, the New England Patriots. I give credit to Coach Belichick, who is lauded for his weekly, his ability to weekly change the game plan and do whatever it takes and be versatile enough to, if this defense was stacking up the line and play uh, to stop run, they can pass them off course with the GOAT Tom Brady, or if they needed to um, sit there and if, if everybody's playing, uh, if they're locking up everything through the air, they can run the ball effectively. You try to do it, they, they can counter with screen game. They do. It's just a matter of whatever it takes to win is what the whole point of this thing is. And I think people get too caught up where it's just Patrick Mahomes against Jimmy Garoppolo. And, and that's and that's bothersome to me. And especially here, professionals, uh, guys who played the game. Um, it's one thing for announcers because we get caught up in analytics. Um 
in the numbers, et cetera, et cetera. I, I totally get it. I don't, I, it kind of aggravates me, but um, I understand, you know, it's, it's, it's selling. A part of that is selling. It's part of the media. Um, they just spoke to, I just watching one of the shows and Derek Henry is on there talking and they were, you know, trying to ask him about how could he go against, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes because he thinks, you know, his pick was the 49ers. Um, yeah, because as he's saying, defense, a good defense, pressure on the quarterback and the ability to run the ball will win the game in his eyes. And that's, and I totally agree with that. And that's what it's all about. He, we're not pecking against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, it has nothing to do with just him singularly. Suppose uh, a situation happens where Tyreek Hill pulls a hamstring or something like that. Uh, and now they're able to double up on Travis Kelsey. Well, guess what? I think they're going to suffer a little bit. And if San Francisco continues to play their way, or if they keep moving Patrick Mahomes off his spot, make him get the ball out quick, where that there are no big explosive plays, the 49ers will then be in control or in a situation where they can pretty much control that game. That's how that possibly can happen. So to think that, okay, it has to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Can he outpoint Patrick Mahomes as far as throw for throw? That's, again, that's media talk to me. Um, and we'll talk as the weekend leading up to that. We're on the next segment, I'll, I'll kind of get deeper into um those head-to-head things um but my opinion on it is that it's uh truly overblown i want you guys' opinion on it when we come back i want you guys to tell me what you think about uh this whole patrick Mahomes, jimmy garoppolo deal um ak what's supposed to be the san francisco 49ers team against the kansas city chiefs team uh, so again we'll talk back later man i thank you all um oh and here's the last question man we i will run into this right quick here's a question who has the most to lose who has to have who is the one player that cannot uh who, who cannot afford to have a bad game to me it's it's super simple in that regard, and that's where I will say Jimmy Garoppolo in that regard, because the Kansas City Chiefs are that explosive. If you stay with me and see what I'm saying, I would think because the Kansas City Chiefs are looked at as uh, the more explosive team, the team that will, you know, and I will agree with that. It will be pretty hard to shut them out. So even if Patrick Mahomes has a less than excellent game. They'll still score some points. I believe that the 49ers, if Jimmy Garoppolo, let's say his bad game and he throws two to three interceptions and he gives a team that can already score multiple amount of points and you're going to give them extra possessions through mismanagement of the football, fumbling the football, um, interceptions or even or, or anything, taking bad sacks, losses, putting them in long down and distance situations, I think that would be a hindrance more to the 49ers and more pressure on the 49ers. So in that regard, in my opinion, it's Jimmy Garoppolo that cannot have the bad game. So I want you guys' opinion. 
check in on me. Uh, let me know your thoughts, man. I thank and appreciate you guys in depth. This is Gerald Mitchell, Made Sports NOLA. See you guys soon.